0: Welcome to the Companion Chapel Everyday Bible Study Broadcast. My name is Mike coming to you from the Great Lakes area of beautiful Ontario, Canada on this gorgeous Monday, April 9th, 2023. Coming right up, it is the book of Zephaniah, chapter 3. And this is prophecy that is thought for thought playing out on planet Earth today. And God gives us a way out. He says, gather yourselves, my peculiar people. Assemble yourselves, my peculiar people. The Companion Chapel Homesteading Community is available for you. God's peculiar people. Companion Chapel is a registered nonprofit ministry. Whatever God-given talent you have, God expects you to use it in the many-member body of Christ, and I'll send you one of these for a $10 bill. Go to CompanionChapel.com, Visa, MasterCard, PayPal, or e-transfer to email address CompanionChapel at gmail.com. And listen, I can see where people are listening from, people are watching from. YouTube doesn't get hardly any views, but a lot on Spotify, Apple, and the, and the uh, what do you call it, podcast. And I can see. So if you're, if you're down in wherever, in California or throughout the United States, send me an email just to say hi, how's it going, whatever, just so I don't feel so alone here, especially Palmetto, Florida. You know, I, I know I see their metrics all the time. I'm just like, why doesn't anybody contact me? And here you go. You can have one of these for a $10 bill. I'll mail it to you. And Companion Chapel is a registered nonprofit ministry. I always consider that, that everything that comes here goes back into Bible teaching. That's the law here. And that's the law of the land. Okay, let's go to Zephaniah chapter 3. We just did chapter 1, chapter 2. Now, I did this in a Bible study yesterday, and I just thought I could fly through it in one video, but I made it three because my videos get too long. And I know what happens on YouTube when someone sees a video that's an hour long, they don't click on it. And YouTube is so, censored me so bad with the algorithms that it's very important that you like, subscribe, and and dump a comment in there and be nice go play somewhere else like everyone's just trying to make it through the day on their journey back to a place of peace beyond our present comprehension there's no finger pointing allowed in the bible ministries have to come together in unison in unity it's not like the way other ministries are pointing fingers at me i'm just like what is going on here like wh- what's that all about well let's just let's just get going here Zephaniah chapter 3, woe to her that is filthy and polluted to the oppressing city. She obeyed not the voice. She received not correction. She trusted not in the Lord. She drew not to God. Okay, this is Satan's consort. This is the whore, the harlot. It's not a mystery to us. Mystery just means secret among friends. It's not faithful to God. This is rich white man's construct. The whole book of Revelation is about these things. The four hidden diocese are not so hidden, are they? Satan's fortune dynasties are wide open in front of us for horsemen. Horse just means expressive, revealing, mobile power. And we see them. One world education system. The one Daniel had the most trouble with in Daniel chapter 7. He said, what is this? What is this? Climbing up the walls and through the windows like it's written in the book of Joel. This information system that's so corrupt. And people put that as their religious authority. Put money as their religious authority. They put political systems, unelected political leaders as their religious authority. Okay, they don't obey the voice of God. They don't receive correction. They trust not in the Lord. They trust in themselves. They believe in themselves. You hear that all the time. Her princes within are roaring lions. Her judges are evening wolves. They gnaw they not gnaw, gnaw the bone till morning. What's this I mean? Roaring lions in the book of, well, in the book of the first seal of the book of Daniel chapter seven, comes in like a lion. It rips and tears the truth right out of you. In the book of Peter, the enemy comes in as a lion. And what do you mean wolves? They don't gnaw the bone to the morning. They don't have to gnaw the same bone all night long to the morning. There's tons to eat. It's us, they're consuming us. They're using us as expendable and surplus. This construct, your profits are light and treacherous. Man, these are weak. It's yellow journalism, it's weak science. Science that relies on interpretations of incomplete sets of evidence when they use uh, statistical manipulation and bias because they have a financial interest in the outcome. It's weak. It's lies. It's treacherous. And even this treacherous is an emphasis on treacherous. Light is like reckless. They don't care. There's no praise or presence of God in them whatsoever. We love true science, like the laws of thermodynamics, which helps us to understand what Jesus Christ is talking about. Your body goes back in the dirt. That's an open system. It can exchange physical matter. But your spirit, the intellect of your soul, where does it go? It's a closed system. It cannot exchange physical matter. When we're talking right now, or wherever you get your information that goes into your psyche, your spirit, your reactive attitude that motivates all actions. Where, where's, that, where's that energy go? It's a closed system. Laws of thermodynamics. Energy cannot be created or destroyed. What well, goes back? It, it leaves this flesh body. And Jesus Christ requires it back and he's going to assess your spiritual body. That's what it is. Her prophets are light and treacherous. Her priests have polluted the sanctuary. Well, guess who polluted it first? Satan defiled the sanctuary. And what is the sanctuary? The seminaries. Are you kidding me? They have done violence to the law. This is God's law. He who turneth his ear away from God's law. That's his commandments. That's his instructions. Even your prayers and abomination. When we, it's just the saddest thing. seeing these priests or ministers or whatever they want to call themselves and they're biblically illiterate but they won't they think well michael do you have any formal training well do you like you you were in a polluted seminary that told it you that you, you don't understand the first chapter of the bible you don't understand the book of revelation and you at least you admit that but no they can't no the, the, no they have to do it they have to please the elders so that they get voted in, and that's all they care about. They don't care about the truth. They're just trying to run the middle of the road. Let's not offend anybody here. No, we don't offend anybody because the money's coming in. Oh, look at that guy drives a brand new pickup truck, but he, geez, that's an expensive truck coming in here. No, oh, he really pours a lot of money into the collection plate. We don't want to offend him. He thinks you he thinks you flop on the ground like a fish and speak in tongues. Don't, don't, just tell him that's okay. He thinks it's okay to eat pork. Just tell him it's okay. The priests are polluted. They don't take a stand. They don't say, listen, this is the word of God, it's yay or nay. And in here, in this very chapter, it says, you will speak a pure language of truth, is what's being said. That's coming right up. Satan's consort. These fake preachers and yay, man, you've overstepped your spot in the many member body of Christ. If you can't learn one book for people's spiritual body, their psyche, that's the most important. The flesh body, hey, there's doctors out there that have to learn a stack of textbooks from the floor to the ceiling to take care of your flesh body, which is only a hundred years or less. Think about the affairs of time, the little vapor of time. But for your spiritual body, your psyche, your eternal body, the energy cannot be created or destroyed. They can't even learn one book. Inexcusable. It's inexcusable. Judgment starts at the pulpit. Those that lead into captivity shall be put into captivity. That's your destiny verse of Revelation chapter... I forget. I forget. And now it's going to bug me that I forget. Verse 5. The prophets, they do violence to the law by not teaching it. God's law. God's commandments. The just Lord is in the midst thereof. He will not do iniquity every morning. Doth he bring his judgment to light? He faileth not. But the unjust knoweth no shame. They're like Seas. Remember what it says in the book of uh, Jude. Remember what seas are? He the nations and their people are likened to a roaring sea. The nations shall rush like a rushing of many waters. We know from the book of Revelation, waters is people's tongues, nations, roaring sea. And then Jude, who I want to hang out with so bad in the Millennium Temple. He talks about raging waves of the sea, foaming out of their own shame. The sea of people, they just have no shame whatsoever. This rich white man's construct, these people will just say anything. And you know, I used to always say, oh yeah, people's uh, persistent unbelief, uh, chronic disobedience and imaginative criticism, I take that back. These people are so pathetic that come up against the truth, they can't even come up with their own imaginative criticism. They're just no shame. They let the global media give them all the catchphrases. Michael, religion's a crutch. It's a crutch. Well, I tell them, hey, religion just means a follower of one's own beliefs, and worship just means what you have faith in, what you pay homage to. This is your religion, Rich White Man. You you, you have faith in money, you have faith in political systems, You have faith in that global media is not lying to you. Are you kidding me? And you've changed your religious authority to deception. Like I look at these people and I pray for them. We are not allowed to point fingers at them. We can try and talk with them. But the argument of the heathen is always predictable. It never has a linear progression towards the truth. They always go around and use the catchphrases of the global media because they think they sound good. I've personified that particular uh, newspaper article or Facebook article, and now I'm going to use it against a Christian person. Let's see if we can find one here. There are not many around. Oh, there's that Michael. Michael, come here. Listen, I want to tell you something about your God. It's so fake. All right. Well, you know what we're talking about. They have no shame. No shame at all. They never have a linear compression towards the truth. It always goes around to some theory, some hypothesis, something they've made up, some fake science, false science, weak science. I don't know if I said that in this one or was if it was the last one we went through that. I have cut off the nations. Their towers are desolate. I made their streets waste that none passes by. Their cities are destroyed so that there is no man. There is no inhabitant. I said, surely that will fear me. That will receive instructions, so their dwellings should not be cut off, howsoever I punish them. But they rose up early and corrupted all their doings. Hey, their house is empty. There is no inhabitant. They're not my people. Woe to those that build house on the house of just spiritual dead family that is glued to a screen from sun up till sundown. There's no inner peace. There's no. Praise or presence of God in these households. House to house. There's no dwelling. There's not my people. Lo am God says. And that's the saddest thing. We pray for everybody. Shut the screen off and read your Bible. And then ask questions about the Bible. And find a remnant of truth. They're out there. Remember, God says it'd be like one in 10,000. Or two in 10,000. Like you're lucky to find one. But you can do it. You can find somebody that God has allowed to open this book to any page. And... And t- and just go off, go for it, and teach it. And what a blessing God allowed me! What a blessing! But what responsibility God allowed me! And God expects people to get involved in the many-member body of Christ to glorify, magnify, and broadcast His sacred Word. You can't just sit back. And, yeah, that was a good Bible lesson. Click. I'm gonna go on Netflix now. Next video or something. Hey, man, you gotta support the remnant of truth. Support God's Word. That's why I set this up as a registered nonprofit. Let's come on out here. I need a co-host. I need people here. Let's. Create and sanctify ourselves, signal to God and signal to others. We are children of God. We're meek. You can't mess with us. We've afflicted ourselves with self-discipline. Here's our rule book right here. But these people rise up early and corrupt their doings right away. Their minds right on. Got to go make money. I'm going to listen to the news. They're going to tell me how to think, what to think, what's of value, what's not of value, what's beautiful, what's not beautiful. Oh, and I'm going to pay homage and have faith that world leaders are going to get us out of this this somehow. Hey, people have faith in the United States. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Like, Whenever has a hostile military alliance in the history of mankind ever accomplished peace? Uh, Let's see. Uh, There's an easy answer for this. It's uh, never, ever. People learn by experience. People learn by patterns. And when you get, when your religious authorities change to this construct of the seals, trumps, and vials, which is wide open now, we're in the fifth, it's just a great apostasy. It just means the killing of the truth. Mockers, scoffers, hey, the power of a mocker always lies within accusation, never fact. They believe in this. They pay homage, that's their religion. That means follower of one's own beliefs. They pay into it. They have worship. It's sad. Worship just means they have faith in it. They pay homage to it. Like all the world revolves around money and the American government's going to get at us with this one. And we need more weapons of mass destruction on planet Earth. Yeah, okay. No shame. Cuts off the nations. Corrupted their doings. Therefore, hey, here we go. All-encompassing fate verse here. And wait till you hear the in-depth of this verse. This will shock you. Therefore, wait ye upon me. Yeah, God says, be patient. have to let evil play itself out. Stop complaining. Stop whining, Michael. Okay? <laughs> evil has to play itself out. All the evil in the world comes from the human arts instigated by this whore, Satan's consort. His ideologies has to be exposed so that we can all see it and go, doesn't work, doesn't work, doesn't work, doesn't work. I get it, God. I get it, God. But he has to let it play out. Not to the bitter end, Jesus Christ said, I will shorten those days before mankind turns this planet into an ashtray floating around planet sun. But just about. And we're, we're on it right now. Wait, watch. He gives us the signs. That's thing, that signs means, hey, a sign means things to come. Season means that there are appointed times. It's off page one of the Bible. Saith the Lord unto the day that I rise up to the prey, for my determination is to gather the nations. Yeah. You're the evil people. You are you have that evil thought pattern. You won't let it go. I got a place for you. I got a place for people. That, hey, my peculiar people. Okay? We don't point at them. We pray for them. Let go of those thought patterns. And all the angels rejoice when you let go of those evil thought patterns. That are in your psyche, your spirit, your spiritual body. Your intellect, your character, your personality. Let go of those things so that we can get on and cohabitate with God in the circuits of time, exploring God's infinite intricacies of a creation. Not in these nagging, nuisance flesh bodies. What do you think we're going to be wearing space helmets out there? We're in our spirit bodies, energy bodies. Energy is not like physical matter. It means nothing to the energy. Hey, you want proof? Look, pick up your phone right now and you're getting information. Come off. That's entropy, information theory, laws of thermodynamics. It doesn't care about the walls or the windows. Your spirit, the same thing. The intellect of your soul goes back into your spiritual body. Beyond your current understanding of physics, it shouldn't be if you got a phone in front of you or something where energy is just coming up through the windows and in through the walls like it says in the book of Joel. Corrupting you. What is entropy, energy, information theory? It's the average level of of information that people get right now that causes consternation, disorder, uncertainty, anxiety, worries. They just keep letting it get drilled into their psyche they're, because their religious authority is the one world education system, the global media, your screen. Or they sit there and they, they're on Facebook with their head down like this for an hour and then you look up, oh, I just had meta, an hour of false positives into my very psyche. That's what meta means, to walk amongst your very psyche, your spirit. It's meta. To change your psyche into a scattered energy and God won't accept it. My determination is to gather the nations that I may assemble the kingdoms. There's the kingdom of the nether parts of the earth, hell, whatever you want to call it. There has to be a hell, there has to be a heaven. Because if these people, if this construct, these ideologies was allowed back in heaven, it would be nothing more than a new hell. Don't get dragged net. The death drags hell along with it. Don't get dragged up on that. Okay, to pour out my indignation, Just absolute utter, sheer utter disappointment. Even my fierce anger for all the earth shall be devoured by the fire of my jealousy. That's fate. You know what this verse? Yeah, he's jealous. Don't go whoring after false doctrine. God is God of truth. Not deception. Don't change your religious authority. Remember what God says about people that are a deceitful bow. Hey, that sounds like the first seal has a bow it's toxic it has a toxic focus delivery right to the iris of your eye it has a crowning authority it's wearing white a white mobile power white denotes trustworthiness but the bow is toxic and God says those my children not turning back to me as as their religious authority are like a toxic bow you change your religious authority this verse here That's why he's jealous. This verse here contains every letter in the Hebrew alphabet. It's all-encompassing fate verse. You can't get out of this. Okay, let's go through this. For then I will turn to the people, a pure language. Hey, what's a pure language? Nothing. It's the opposite of what a lawyer talks. A lawyer just casts doubt on the truth to try and win a case. Doesn't give a shit. Doesn't care. Edit. Damn it. 1742. Okay, edit. doesn't care. It's all about winning. You can ask a crown attorney, a crown attorney, is your job as a a lawyer engaged in public prosecution to uh, find justice or to win the case? It's to win. They'll cast doubt on the truth. They don't care. Lawyer language is what's being taught compared to God's language. Satan's language, Satan's currency is doubt. To clutter the mind, to get people on non-issues, or to get people that are onto him just discredit them. Just delegitimize them. Deplatform them. It's too bad. It sucks. It just sucks right now. But God gives us a way out. That they may call upon the name of the Lord to serve Him with one consent. That's us. We get the pure language. When we get to the millennium period, hey, we're all coming together. It's God's children. It's a priestly kingdom. One language is called the truth. The other language, it's Babylon. Babel. And that's what we hear now And this... Dangerous system of things. From beyond the rivers of Ethiopia, my supplicants. Who translated this? Even the daughter of my dispersed shall bring my offering. He calls it, get over male, female. Male, female, color of your skin, race is an illusion. We're all God's children. He wants his children back. They can only recon, be reconciled through the Lord Jesus Christ. God wants his children back. We're all part of the human family. Race, color, Gender is an illusion. And if you make it into something and you have problems, what's this supplicants? It's my worshippers, the daughter of my disperse. We're we're feminine and masculine to God. He's going to possess us as a virgin bride. There is no gender in the spirit body. There's no procreation. Thank God. We never age. Energy doesn't age. Energy can't be created or destroyed. You are an energy. Don't be a corrupted energy. Okay supplicants and worshipers uh the daughter of my disperse shall bring mine offering what's your offering your unadulterated love and trust for god period you can't walk with god while still holding the devil's hand from beyond the rivers of ethiopia my s- oh i read that in that day Shall thou not be ashamed for all thy doings wherein thou hast transgressed against me? For then I will take away of the midst of them that rejoice in the pride. Oh, they just think they, all that in a bag of chips. They just know better. They know nothing about everything and everything about nothing, but they sure know how to run their mouths about it. And thou shalt be no more haughty because of my holy mountain when God sets it up. But the seventh file, seventh seal, seventh jump, God's nation, his governing nation. His sovereign kingdom is the universe and this planet. He allowed Satan to be prince of the air to expose all the evil that we were carrying in the first age. That's just self mortification. One third of us followed, but gave us a way out. The, uh, the Calvary on the cross was the most selfless act of love and compassion beyond our present comprehension. We gave up our right to life. We gave up. We were sinners. And we can't pay the price. None of us can say, Satan, you got nothing on me. Nothing in this rich white man's construct has anything on us. Only Jesus Christ could say that. And Satan mopped the floor with him and had him nailed to the cross by the religious authority of the time. Always remember the progression of the word Jews in the Bible once it gets to the New Testament. Almost always it is used as an adjective. Not of race. Of the religious community—it's a trait now, and it turned into an adjective, a trait noun. The religious community and their followers, who marginalized God's word, and they actually hated the Lord Jesus Christ and had him nailed to the cross. Okay, my holy mountain, God is King, King Christ for a thousand years. Then we go b- Then we get back to God with the affairs of time, so we can dwell, cohabitate with God in the circuits of time, like we used to. But there's going to be no evil and. Can't wait. I will also leave in the midst of thee and afflicted and poor people. That's we humbled ourselves. We we afflicted ourselves with self-discipline and we're poor. Remember in the Beatitudes Matthew chapter five, hey, the poor shall inherit the earth. Why is that? Because we don't we have no longings. Our spirit is not rich towards the longings and wantings of the ways of, and things of the world, the emptiness of the material world, the emptiness of and death of rich white man's construct. That's what poor means. Poor people. And they shall trust in the name of the Lord. That's us. Me, you, we trust what God's word says. Because we can see it playing out on the world stage today. It's as easy as that. Either you're in denial, or you're just extremely limited in intelligence. The remnant of Israel shall not do iniquity, nor speak lies. Neither shall a deceitful tongue be found in their mouth, for they shall feed and lie down, and none shall make them afraid. I hey, finally. Seventh file, seventh seal, seventh trump. Next three verses. Finally. Okay, No deceitful tongue. When we're sitting talking to each other, there's nobody with any guile, malice, or corruption in their minds. How do I benefit off this? What's in it for me? Uh, how can I discredit this person? There's none of that in the millennium. It's a priestly kingdom. We come together in unison, perpetual friendship. And you can have a little piece of that now when God says in the last chapter, gather yourselves. My peculiar people, gather yourselves. And pay homage to my ecosystem, my pollinators, the ecology of the soil, an independent food system. Companion Chapel at gmail.com. Companion Chapel Homesteading Community. Get in touch with me today. We're talking about the seventh seal, seventh vial, seventh Trump here. Yet, future sing, O daughter of Zion. That's the children of my nation. Shout out, O Israel. That's the children themselves that carry this book, that carry the truth. Whomsoever will, the kinsman redeemer, whomsoever will, race, color of your skin gender doesn't mean nothing. He calls us his daughter. He takes care of us. Oh, daughter of Jerusalem. Jerusalem, the etymology of the word, the new kingdom, the new heaven comes down as a new Jerusalem. Jerusalem means a place of peace beyond our present comprehension, a place of unity, completeness, a complete, a place of safety. That's heaven. Hey, I'll even read more. Watch this. Revelation chapter 7. And they shall hunger no more. Neither shall they thirst any more. Neither shall the sun fall on them any, nor any heat. Yeah, we're not going to be out there uh, looking for tools to do some gardening. It's going to be much better for the lamb which is in the midst of the throne. Shall feed them and shall lead them unto the living fountains of waters. And God shall wipe all the tears from their face. This is just too good to be true, that God gives us a way out, and he didn't have to, and he suffered to do it, sending sending us his only begotten son, most precious in the universe, first and foremost in importance in the universe, that's the natural order of things, through Jesus Christ is the way, is the light, we can get back to Father, and it's a process, don't fall off that path, keep the path straight daughter of Zion, Jerusalem, okay, we covered three, his nation, his people and His place, place of peace beyond our present comprehension, in the spiritual body, your psyche. The Lord has taken away thy judgment; hath caused. Lord, taken away. he, He cast out thy enemy, the King of Israel. Even the Lord is in the midst of thee, King Christ, in the Millennium Temple. Me, you, we have to be there, and we pray for the rest of the human family. Repent now, repent of having faith in this corrupt whore of a system of things. It's not faithful to God. It's not faithful to the rest of the human. Okay. Thou shalt see evil no more. Okay. Seventh file, seventh seal, seventh trump. It's sounded. It's over. God ends society as we know it. Ends flesh in these bodies as humans in flesh bodies. We are spiritual beings going through a human flesh experience. That's over. Good. Who wants this nasty body anyway? Back in the dirt, in the turf, pushing daisies. Spiritual body doesn't ache doesn't cry doesn't moan. I shouldn't say it doesn't cry, but We're back in a spiritual body the way God made us You think God would make his children like just at the top of the food chain and watch us duke it out down here Unless there's a divine reason for it is to get rid of the world of evil. Don't play into it Don't get dragged up in that dragnet of hell and that day it shall be said to Jerusalem fear thou not and to Zion Let not thy hands be slack. This is what this means Fear, you got nothing to worry about. Don't fear anymore. And hand slack means like this. Walking like this. Oh, like just, it's been such a burden. They've just beat on us. Rich white man's construct is beat on. Hand slack means walking like that. Like, oh, okay, get your head up. Okay, now we have stuff to do. It's a priestly kingdom. It's very busy. And we're going to be busier than you ever imagined. And it's a good busy. Like, fear not. Don't worry. Worry is an insult to God, and there's no anxiety, there's no uncertainty in God's Word. God's Word has a linear progression towards the truth. You know why? Because God's Word has a consistent thought pattern. Mankind has inconsistent thought patterns. All this has inconsistent thought patterns. That's why God's Word is, was, and always will be. It's a guarantee written in the councils of eternity. Verse 17, the Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. He will save. He is the ever present savior. He will rejoice over thee. In the midst of thee, mighty to save at all times. He will rejoice. He wants his children back. He will rest in his love. He wants his children back. Whomsoever will. If you don't want to be part of it, does it hurt God? You damn right it does. But you've exhausted your caregiver. You've been given every chance. Sit in hell at the end of the, the millennium period. If you've still carrying this construct, which the Bible claims people are still going to be carrying dangerous system of things, outside of God's Word, outside of divine providence, then that's it. You're snuffed. It's over. Get. That's it. You've exhausted your caregiver after all that time. We want to get on to cohabitate with God in the circuits of time as it's written. He will joy over thee with singing. I will gather them that are sorrowful from the solemn assembly who are of thee to whom the reproach of it was a burden. Hey, I just got ahead of myself. A burden of the reproach of the mockers. The glow on a mocker's face is always illuminated by what? Persistent unbelief. Uh, chronic disobedience, and I used to actually give them credit and say, yeah, the glow on your face is by your own imaginative criticism. It's not. You're such a weak person. You need the global media to give you catchphrases for your imaginative criticism, like, oh, Michael, that's a crotch, or... uh conspiracy theorists. You don't understand the science. You don't understand the argument. You don't understand the science involved in the Bible. You don't even look at the mathematics behind statistical manipulation. You just, whatever these people say, that's my religious authority. I have faith in the global media and I have faith in my money and I have faith in political systems. That's my religious authority of deception. It wears us out. And the glow of a mocker's face is always illuminated by those things. Always remember, the power of a mocker is always lies within accusation never fact they never have a linear progression towards the truth their argument is always predictable it always goes to something they've seen on tv or seen on their phone or some screen and it's sad and it's a drag it's a trick that you can't have a conversation with these people it's a drag we pray for them we pray for those walking in darkness it was a burden It it was it was it was brutal They don't understand the laws of thermodynamics. There's actually people that believe that the laws of thermodynamics apply to everything that we see except the human body and the psyche. The psyche is a closed system. It goes somewhere. You know what? Just go ahead with your strong delusion. God will give you strong delusion. Have as much as you want. I will gather them that are sorrowful. Okay, I remember that. Okay, I just did that. Behold, at that time, I will undo all that afflict thee. I will save her that halteth and gather her out that was driven out, and I will get them praise and fame in every land whereby they have been put to shame. Praise and fame just means hey, we we signified to God, and He acknowledges us. That's all there is to it. And people will be looking, go like Lazarus and the rich man. I remember, Lazarus is like sitting there with Abraham, and the rich man is like still bossing people around, but he's he's almost like praising. Abraham said, go get me a glass of water. You can do it. You can make Lazarus appear down there. He understands that he was on the wrong side, but doesn't care. He still has that attitude of, I've seen entitlement over others. Lazarus and the rich man. Doesn't mean that the people are going to praise you. All praise belongs to God forever and ever. Amen. But it just means, hey... They see that you stand for the truth, and they regard that. That's what it means. At that time, I will bring you again. Even at that time, I will gather you, for I'll make you a name and praise among all the people of the earth. Because we have nothing, we have everything. We have the truth that's praiseworthy, and we share it with everybody. When I turn your back, when I turn back your captivity, before your eyes, saith the Lord. He's getting us out of this. Don't worry. Hold your own to the end. There's no pre-trip, mid-trip. Okay to the end. We fight for God. We are the truth, and we have to spread the truth, the siege of truth, to the bitter end. The seventh vial, seventh seal, seventh jump. Because God wants his children back. That's the great commission. You're not going to flip us out of here, fly us out of here. Ezekiel chapter 13. I am against those that teach my children to fly to save their soul. That's the whole rapture, tribulation thing. Like it's Like six comes out. There's six things. Six, six seals, six files, six trumps, and then the seventh one, Jesus Christ comes back, he says there's two tribulations you're going through both of them, one is satan's construct here, that's the first six, and the seventh is his. Hey, is it going to be a tribulation for us? I hope not well, I want to thank you very much, well, it won't be because um, Jesus Christ, cause it's way out. Hey, if you know what this means the disc is full, which is a drag. <sighs> Maybe you can come help me out. I really need help here. This is a registered nonprofit. I want to thank you very much for watching. Have yourself a great day, and bye for now.